you feel it. Nothing can save you, but this is the season of catching the vapors. And since I got time, what I'm going to do to tell you how they spread it throughout my crew. Well, you all know T.J. Swan, who sang on my records. Make the music, nobody beats the best, well, check it. Back in the days before this began, he used to try to talk to this girl named Fran. The type of female with fly Gucci wear, with big truck jewelry and extensions in the hair. When Swan tried to kick it, she always best talking about, nigga, please, you work for UPS. Since he was an no type of big drug dealer, my man T.J. Swan didn't appeal to her. But now he trucks gold away fly belly boots, rough leather fashion and tough silk suits. Now she stopped fronting and wants to speak and be coming to all the shows every single weekend. To get his beeper number, she be begging please, dying for the day to get skis. She caught the vapors. She caught the vapors. All right, you can cut it down. You can cut it down. Microphone check one two. What is this? Welcome to episode number fifty four of the CND Express podcast. I am Uncle D in the captain's chair, along with Nelson Enoch Green and the super producer Matthew Alfaro. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was legend, the clown prince of hip-hop, who we unfortunately lost last Friday, the late, great Biz Markey. Um, but before we jump into that one, gentlemen, how are you doing? Uh, I have learned how dangerous White Claw is. <laughs> uh... You, you got one on me. What exactly is White well, Claw? It's it's basically sparkling water, but spiked. And I, you know, I used to drink sparkling water like it was water. And I have been, I've tried White Claw and it's fun, but I can't drink it nearly as much. So I'm kind of conflicted. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so let me... Let me draw a parallel for you, Darren. Mm. Oh, it's Millennial Zima. Oh my, I don't even know what the fuck that means. Oh, seriously? Huh? Okay, so, you know, okay, I got you. I got you. Okay. Millennial Zima. Nat, Nat, since you since you invoked the name Zima, now I understand. What is I... Zima? It sounds like fucking... And drinkers of White Claw. <laughs> Uh-huh. To be treated with the same respect or lack thereof as drinkers of Zima were. Ah, okay. So, Y'all really will make so, me look this up. Okay, hold on. So, so we should consider them pussy and move on. Actually, we probably should because pussies are tougher. So, I'm just saying, every dude in a White Claw ad has a man bun. Like, hey, uh, I'm not going to say that I fit the bill, but... uh. You kind of fit the bill. <laughs> Lightly <laughs> carbonated alcoholic. This bottle looks boring. Do they at, well. least it was a, at least it was a bottle. Oh my god. You see. <laughs> do, 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 do white claws come in the martini glass? No, they come, no, they in, come a in a can. Mm-hmm. But you can pour it in a glass and boom. Eat that. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Ah, okay. It's it's 
hard seltzer. It's, it's, it's sparkling hard alcohol. So you, so you say, it's like it's like ten proof seltzer water. It's like it's like tough hamster. It's hard seltzer. Uh, okay. Wait, is, is, is tough it. hamster like just a joke, or is that an actual drink? Because I'm I'm, I'm Probably dense. <laughs> oh my god. No. Alright, Chip. How, how you doing, Chip? Moron. Alright, no. So, I uh, can confirm that Tough Hamster is not actually a drink, but I do not regret looking up the photos. Uh... And I think some of those should get posted. <laughs> Nelson, I repeat, how are you doing, sir? <laughs> Um, at the moment, I am giving serious consideration to buying an ambulance. Jesus. Really? I mean, there's one for sale on Facebook Marketplace. Got everything. Uh, well, I guess if you got money you got money like that, you know, go ahead, shit. I mean, you've already spent money on a flamethrower, so fuck it. I mean... One can feed the other. Yeah, that's true. That's what that's I mean. Very true. Imagine you won't have to worry about traffic at all. How about it? Thank you. Uh huh. I mean, everything's yeah. on there. Why the heck not? Other than that, as per usual, I am worked and underplayed. Ah. Uh... That is life right now, and there are. One of those hamsters is definitely tough looking. Little <laughs> furball is yoked. Tough hamster. Beautiful. <laughs> and another in the long list of unfortunate nicknames for Matt Alfaro. Tough hamster. Matthew Tough Alfaro Hamster. Oh, God. Remember the name. Oh, I remember they used to, I remember these toys. They were like ninja hamsters. Oh my god, what were these things? I think oh, oh I need to find the name of this. Hold up. You guys keep talking. Oh, I'm, I'm going off on like a fucking thing for myself. Here we go. You really are. <laughs> so getting getting back to the initial topic at hand, um, I'd like to know Chip's thoughts on on the uh, the late great Bismarcky. You know, uh, coming up, um, you know, us being '80s babies, um, I was familiar with his with his stuff, and um, you know, it, it 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 wasn't necessarily my my uh, my cup, but I always appreciated what he brought to the uh, to the culture, to the hip hop culture. Um, he was part of the. Uh, it's part of the Juice Crew, uh, a, 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 a group of rappers that you know included like Coogee Rap and you know Big Daddy Kane and and Roxanne Shante, you know all legends in the game. So, um, I know Chip, you being a, a someone who appreciated multiple genres of music, I don't know. Um, he fell into it for you. I know he probably wasn't one of your favorites, but was he somebody that you? you know, recognize and appreciate it. I appreciated him more for the fact that 
a crew full of assholes. He was a decent dude. I, yeah. You know, oh, that's right. I, I you, you actually, you actually met him. You actually interacted yeah. with him, didn't you? Yeah, I, I, I got to meet him a couple of times, and he was, he was, ne- he was never rude. I think the worst thing I heard him say was ask someone to hold on while he finished dinner before he interacted with fans. And you know, I can't be upset at that, especially if you right. put that. Respectfully. Right. Um, you know, and. He he came up at a time when, or you know, his popularity rather was was at a time when when a lot of rappers were, I think, taking themselves a little too seriously, holding on to the image, um, you know, kayfabe, if you will, um, you know. And I, I I met a lot of them, and they were assholes, and he never was. Um, yeah. I I never I never delved too deeply into his music and working in bars and nightclubs and stuff. You really only heard that one song over and over and over and over. Oh, just just a friend, huh? Just a friend. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you know, someone at anytime there's someone who who if he really was as good and as cool as and as genuine as he appeared to be or as my experiences with him were that's a loss just period man yeah and the um everybody that i i heard from um everybody i heard from who who interacted with him said the same thing you you won't find too many people who said a, a bad thing about him um like I said, he passed away last Friday. He was uh, 57 years old. Um, he had struggled with uh, some some health issues. Um, last two years, he was having some real problems with type 2 diabetes. Uh, in April of 2020, he went to the hospital with complications. And later on that year, he suffered a stroke. Um, you know, matter of fact, it had gotten to the point where you know, back in late June of uh, that year, I believe it was. Actually, it may have been um, late June this year. Um, they were already saying that he, you know, there were premature um, reports that he had already passed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was just, it was tough. It was it was tough to hear that. And then to find out later, no, nah, he wasn't gone. You know, he's still in the, he's still in the hospital. He's still, he's still getting treatment. But we never heard about him getting better, and I always had this feeling in the back of my head that he wasn't getting better, and it always filled me with a little bit of sadness because, you know, when I heard him on the radio, he was always funny. Um, every time I played, you know, every time you listened to his music, it was always, you know, you listen to his music and all that good stuff, and just like I, like I said, everybody who had interacted with him always had a, a, a kind thing to say about him, and that's not that's not something that happens when we're talking about, you know, the hip hop industry or music in general. So, yeah. Yeah. Bismarcky, uh, gone too soon, obviously way too young at the age of 57. Um, 
and I thought about that too. Like Jesus Christ, man. I mean, our 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 heroes. Well, not our heroes, but the people that we considered, you know, that were, you know, we saw them when they were young in the in in the game, and you know, they're passing away way too soon. DMX at fifty, Shock G at fifty, Black Rob I think was fifty four. Um, and these are people that are right around our age range. So it really, it, re- <laughs> that was something that kind of hit me a little bit. Like these dudes are right around the same age. We are a little bit older, you know, and they're going under it's, it's, it's tough. It, it's tough. It, it makes me realize that you're not as young as you used to be as if the aches and pains didn't do it for you. Right. Yeah. No, but I mean, you know, I would love to say that I, haven't put as much abuse on myself as they put on their, on themselves. But then I thought about it and I'm like, nah, you moron. You just put different abuse. (laughs) You know, like your heart, your kidneys are going to be fine. Elbow and your hip, however. uh, (laughs) Oh, you know, you're, for, for good or for ill, we are living some people we probably shouldn't, and not only should we be happy about it and feel blessed, but we should be making the most of it. Well, most definitely. Most definitely. So, uh, anyway, rest in peace to the... Uh, the legendary Biz Markey, um, thoughts and prayers out to his wife. And, uh, you know, the kind, kind thoughts and prayers, and may his memory be a blessing to everybody that knew him and loved him. So, Nelson, what is uh, what is on your creepy mind this week? <laughs> I want to talk about the National Football League. Oh. Oh. So. So unvaccinated players have been potentially a problem the NFL for the past, oh, how long did the pandemic go on? That long. Um, a lot of players opted out last year. Um, you know, most of them have come back. But the NFL handed down potential punishments today for teams with unvaccinated players. And I absolutely love it. Oh, uh, did you read this? Did you hear this? No, but I, 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 I got, I saw the, the, the top piece, but I did not read the entire article, but I did hear about um you know games that are you know lost will not be uh postponed those teams will just forfeited games or things something along those lines yeah so if a game has to be canceled due to a covid outbreak um that game will not be made up there will be no week 19 um the team that's the cause has to forfeit the game, right? And potentially 
both teams will not get paid that game. Talk about hitting them in the pocketbook. I think it's fantastic. I think it is absolutely positively fantastic ruling for a number of reasons. Um, you know, there's there's been a lot of talk about people not taking the vaccine for religious reasons. I'm completely behind that. Um, I haven't heard a single NFL player say I didn't get it or I'm not going to get it because it violates my faith. Um, as a matter of fact, everything that I have heard, and of course I have not heard everything, but everything that I have heard has shown a clear lack of understanding of what a vaccine does. So I have heard players like Montez Sweat say, I'm not going to get the vaccine because I'm not going to treat COVID unless I get COVID. Vaccinations aren't treatments. Vaccinations are immunizations. They are an attempt to prevent it. Um, Right. Plus, you know, the, the first thing that really... I, I am not for athletes getting mistreated. Um, you know, the NFL is not saying you absolutely positively must get vaccinated. The NFL is saying if you don't, these are the potential backlashes of it. And that's what I think we should be saying to everybody. If you don't do this, these are the potential these are the potential side effects. This is the potential fallout. You can still choose not to get vaccinated. Just understand that if you make that choice, this is what could happen. The, Those who don't the know. The first thing that popped into my mind yeah. as I've listened and read people debate this for the past few hours, um, it, it, it popped up as an alert on my phone earlier this afternoon and I drove a little slower on the way home to listen to what sports talk pundits were saying. But to me, this harkens back to hypocrisy of society. Um, you, you, you can tell me if I'm way off and I know one or two people are going to get pissed at me for saying this well, I woke up this morning, it was bound to happen. Um, (laughs) It seems to me like when some right-wing Caucasian says they're not going to get vaccinated because it's against their beliefs, they get labeled crazy. And they get called super spreader and all these other, they, they get genuine, genuinely maligned. But an African-American athlete 
says he's not going to get vaccinated and is standing firmly by his beliefs. And he's supposed to be lauded and applauded and respected. And I'm really wondering what's the difference? What's the difference between one person saying I'm not doing it because I don't believe in it? And another person saying, I'm not doing it because I don't believe in it. I mean, I see one obvious difference. Mm. <laughs> and you all yeah. are smart. Uh, I, you know, I, mean, I don't know. I, I, I think am it's... I, am I incorrect for seeing that? Uh, you know, I don't know. I I, I don't think so. I, I believe that um, there is a, a, a blatant rank. It, it's, it, I have a hard time with the the vaccine conversation. I, just as you were talking about this, something popped over my computer about DeAndre Hopkins talking about Retiring over these new COVID vaccination rules. Mm-hmm. Heard that too. Apparently, apparently he he tweeted and deleted a message. Huh. Sorry, um, people screenshot nowadays. Uh, never thought I would say this, but being put in a position to hurt my team because I don't want to taking the vaccine is making me question my future in the NFL. So that that goes right along with what you're talking about right there. Um, you know, non-vaccinated players may cause a forfeiture of games. So now DeAndre Hopkins is thinking that maybe he doesn't want to play in the NFL anymore because he doesn't want to get vaccinated. Doesn't have to play in the NFL. No, no, nobody, no, nobody's saying that you got to play if you want to leave. Twenty-two million dollars. He want to owe to the Cardinals twenty-two million dollars in unsigned, unearned signing bonus money. Sure, all right. Go ahead, do do your thing, bro. Um, ninety-nine point one percent of the people in the hospital right now battling COVID in overflowing hospital and overflowing ICUs are unvaccinated people. You, you 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 don't want to believe the science. You want to question the science. Fine, um, the numbers don't lie. Um, now, or maybe maybe you want to believe that the numbers do lie because you want to because well, not you in particular, but because people want to. Um, people just want to believe what they want to believe. But this is what this is what's happening. Um, people catch COVID. People get sick. People bring COVID into their house. People bring COVID into their house and infect people who are, um, uh, who are, you know, who may have a predisposition. Those people get sick. Those people possibly die. Uh, I have seen people. I have seen COVID wipe out entire families. I have seen COVID wipe out, uh, you know, a, a, a son bring COVID home, infect both his parents, and one of his parents die. If you really want to live with that guilt, then. By all means, you do what you feel is the best thing for you to do. But let me tell you something. As for me and my family, we shall serve the vaccine. 
Well, you know, and here's the so, thing. These are the same people who say ridiculous stuff like, you know, the team wants me to, to do an extra practice, disrespecting me, they disrespect my family, all this other crap, right? Like, yeah. everything, everything seems to be linked to team and family and their health. Like, it, I got to get when it's beneficial. before I get hurt or can't play no more. Yeah, when it's beneficial well, to them. Right, until you have an issue with something that could potentially affect everybody else, your family, your teammates, their family. Yeah. Like, do, do, you, do you really think that one of these guys is going to fall on the sword if they get COVID and pass it to somebody, pass it to somebody else who passes it on to their grandmother and she dies? Are you kidding me? Yeah. No, I'm, it's, I, the, the, the whole time I have firmly believed that I am strong enough to battle through it. Should I get it? Um, no, very few people have asked me that. So I haven't really talked about it. I have, but I have family. I have friends. I have loved ones. I have employees. I have clients who rely on me. Um, you know, the, the the potential for something like that to go beyond me was more important than my bullshit machismo. That, and to be fair, from everybody that I have talked to who have had it, and had a more severe case because honestly you just don't know how COVID is going to affect you personally um you you know we're talking about everybody who's listening right now you don't know how it's going to affect you and if you have a pre-existing addition like maybe diabetes or you're just you know maybe a little maybe you've got the radiation because of chemo or whatever the case may be if for some reason you are not a hundred percent healthy and you catch this thing, you just don't know how it's going to react in your body. And from everybody that I have talked to, every single person that I have talked to who has dealt with COVID, they all tell me the same thing. You don't want this shit. Right. Period. Point blank. End of discussion. You do not want this. Whether you think that you're going to get just a mild flu or whether you're laid up with double pneumonia and blood clots, or the fact that you may have brought it into your house and killed your mother or killed your father or both, or um, grandma or or even the babies, because now with the Delta variant, it's hitting kids now. You don't want to be the one that brings this into your house and starts decimating your family. So... I know it goes back to the conversation we had last week about, you know, um, about the vaccine. And, you know, people are going to do what they're going to do. Un- un- it-, it is unfortunate. That's why right now the, 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 COVID, the COVID right now is running wild through unvaccinated states. Um, 
no, the people who the, the people who are in the hospitals now are largely, you know, almost virtually all of them unvaccinated. The states that have dealt with uh, COVID poorly are the ones getting ravaged. Texas, Florida, and I believe Georgia right now. Um, I want to say are the three states that have had a sevenfold. Um increase in COVID cases in the past week. Nurses are talking about people dying in the ERs or dying in the ICUs asking to get the shot. It's already too late. So, you know, I mean, I go past signs in my travels now where people have drive up. You can walk up to a spot and get a shot if you want one. Um, like the same thing that I tell, you know, people all the time and anybody who asks me, you know, one of the side effects of COVID is death. So, you know, you weigh that against the possibility of being sick for a couple of days and then going about your business um, or catching something where you may bring it home to your family and fuck your whole family up. But, you know, it, like I said, people are going to do what they want to do. It's unfortunate. Well, um, to be fair. Uh, COVID is not the most lethal thing. Ignorance is, and they are dealing with that now. Well, and in some cases, Matt, it's a willful ignorance as well. I mean, they don't want to believe. And the thing, and, and you know, like I said, I mean, it's happening in states with, it's happening in red, in what we call red states, as opposed to blue states, which are, which have higher vaccination rates. People are literally dying because they don't want to give this administration a victory. As if that isn't the most stupid shit I've ever heard of in my life. There are literally people who are saying, oh, okay, well, you know, Joe Biden is telling me to get the shot. I don't want to get the shot because Joe Biden told me to. Are you out of your fucking mind? Is your political philosophy so much more important to you than the idea of saving your life the that you're willing to take chance? The last thing that should have happened with this whole vaccine and like COVID was to make it political. Because the moment it was yeah. going to be made political, all common sense is going to get thrown out the window. Because that's just how shit yep. is. Like holy. So crap. It, <laughs> it was a it was a wrap after that when when we started seeing on TV pundits talking about uh, questioning the questioning you know making making it about personal freedom. And, you know, not about the fact that, you know, getting a shot will save your life. Um, you know, it became a fucking problem. But and now now it's Frankenstein's monster. It's something that they can't control. Polling is suggesting that it is killing, you know, people in red states. And a lot of these people are either A, their viewers, or B, Republican voters. Because those are the ones who never got, who didn't get the shot because they didn't want the shot because Joe Biden told them to, or because, um, because it, they were listening to commentators who told them that they didn't, that you know, uh, you know, people coming to your house to give you the sh- to give you information about the shot was infringing on your freedom. Now, all you have to do is, you know, talk to your doctor. Talk to a nurse. Talk to these people who work in these hospitals who are busting their asses, you know, 36, 48 hours at a time seeing people come in 
with a disease that they could have avoided if they had only gotten a shot and tell them to their faces that they're not getting it because, you know, because, you know, Tucker Carlson told me not to. You out of your fucking mind, please. I have zero sympathy <laughs> and zero fucks for anyone that did this to themselves. Like, if you had legitimate reasons why you were physically unable to get the vaccine, that's super unlucky, super unfortunate. I hope things get much better for you. But for Aye. those that are willingly Aye. just, you know, being big dum-dums, you do you. Uh, I won't hear much from you going forward, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's, a, there's a lot of that. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's, there's, there's some of that, and it's, it's un, it's unfortunate because you know I'm personally not one of those people that wants people to die, but I'm not going to a whole. I, I, I'm not going to be you know sitting in a helicopter shooting darts down at people sticking them in the neck while they're walking around in the that streets. That would be a nah. hell of a lot of fun, though. I would totally... <laughs> man. Yeah, I was just going to say. See? Yeah, that's See, I can get behind. I can get behind that. Yeah, that's Ooh. one of those things that Chip would probably get behind, though. So. <laughs> I mean, if that is how I can best help my community... <laughs> That's the sacrifice that I must, in fact, make. No, I I owe it to humanity, my ancestors, to everyone and everything that makes my civil duty is to shoot people in the neck with a dart gun. <laughs> Biden, call me up right now. Call me up right now. Give me the green light. I will... <laughs> <laughs> so now we know that Chip is willing... What Chip is willing to do to to, to help out the, the United States of America. <laughs> I'm a bit of a Oh, asshole. man to be boots on the ground and just walk up to fools with a blowgun. <laughs> right. Hey. Boop. You're vaccinated. Uh, Boop. You're vaccinated. <laughs> Stick it in, baby. Stick it in. So, <laughs> yep. Yep, this, this one this is this is one that I found um that you know it, it, it this one <laughs> oh god um this one came across my 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 feed uh and it, it kind of makes you question my twitter feed but fuck it um <laughs> dateline ottawa canada wow we went north that's weird yeah yeah we went north this did not happen in florida well maybe just cuz they don't get caught in florida i have no idea but I don't anyway you know what to do with that <laughs> Man busted for bestiality at Ottawa Pony Stall claimed it's not what it looks like. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Go ahead. <laughs> when police in Ottawa came across a man in a pony stall with his pants down, standing next to a miniature pony, he blurted out, it's not what it looks like. It was exactly as it seemed. Ryan Dodd, a former member of the Canadian Armed Forces, was found guilty last week of attempted bestiality and breaking into a barn. 
When police arrested him on January the 5th, 2019, Dodd explained that he had alcohol and coke in his system, of course he did, when he broke into the barn. His lawyers argued in his trial that he had only broken into the barn to masturbate. Oh, Jesus. But body oil and ropes found at the scene suggested otherwise. Dodd will undergo a sexual behavior assessment while he awaits sentencing. He plans on appeal. Man, let me tell you something. <laughs> exactly, I don't know exactly what the what the sentence for you know attempted bestiality is. Um. And I guess the only thing I can say is thank God he didn't go through with the act. Because the only remedy for that one is castration. And I'm not talking about chemical castration either. I'm talking about a rusty razor blade and a man with Parkinson's disease. And Dodd, former member of the Canadian Armed Forces. Guilty last week of attempted bestiality. Chip, take it away. So. Damn. Not much happens in Canada, but I guess when it does, huh? Well, I mean, first off, like, what province are they in, eh? Where this is, where this is newsworthy, eh? I mean, take off. So, <laughs> first, had he gone through with the act any of you has ever spent any significant amount of time on a farm, you are aware that that horse was probably going to take care of it on its own. Country folk make do. I'm sorry. He he only would have managed to do it once. Now, you know, me, the smoking gun, if you will, is the rope. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so he broke in to masturbate. Well, that's why he needed the oil. What did he need the rope for? Being, well, see, if he didn't have that David Carradine defense, then, you know. Um, first off, throw him under the jail. Like, don't kill him. He doesn't deserve to die. He doesn't even deserve to be locked up for life. But do not let this this idiot go on some sort of psychological assessment. Eat his ass. Yeah. Eat his ass. And then turn him loose and let him prove that he has learned his lesson. Um, it are very, very remote parts of the world. And if you are in the military, you often spend extended periods of time. Very few people, if any. And if you are a dude, most of them not to your fancy. Mm. Um, 
But a miniature horse is never the answer. I mean, neither is a full-grown horse for that matter. But, like, bestiality just isn't, like, can't you find enough other kinky bullshit lead the livestock alone? I mean, my, my, the, I, I have to ask, how hard is it to get a woman in Canada? And the easiest woman has to be, you know, has to be just up his alley for him to, you know, even if he had to pay for it. But was she better looking than the horse? Mm. I mean, he admitted I to being drunk. I, I admitted to being drunk. Okay. I just don't like... You know, I, I, I will never understand why people who find themselves in situations like this don't just go, yep, I fucked up. I was going to do it. Moment of weakness. I was completely obliterated. I mean, if he had said, if the report had said, he has no memory of being in that stall with baby oil and a rope. Buy that. We both know enough people who have blacked out and do not remember things they did the night before. Like, that wouldn't get him off the hook. At least it's believable. Not got my pants down, I got my in my hand with a bottle of Jergens, a yard of hemp line. It ain't what it looks like. Yeah. In, at least it, dude, show some dignity to the horse up to it i have been watching this horse from afar for weeks i got <laughs> and finally got up the guts ask the horse out and this is where we ended up uh so the question is do you wonder if he bought the horse a drink first or i'm no, sure you, you, you got to get your horse a you gotta get a you gotta get a miniature horse just a little tipsy, make it a little bit more receptive to you know. Oh, so that sort of that sort of interspecies erotica. I see, see, that's wrong. Purposefully, it, 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 a horse intoxicated so that you can take advantage of said horse, the crime. It's not funny. Don't laugh. <laughs> Wait. So what you're saying is getting the horse a little tipsy is a so that you can have sex with it is a crime. Absolutely. Bean. Okay. Roofing <laughs> <laughs> livestock is not something we should make fun of, gentlemen. No. No. Oh, you do. You definitely do not. You definitely do not roofie a horse 
for this for the purposes of sexual congress. Not I mean, cool. You could try. Not cool. I don't know how far no, <laughs> there is there is a there is a not so small part of me wishes this dude had been caught about 30 seconds later because that horse puts one foot in his gut and him flying across the stall yeah and probably shatters his pelvis yeah, to say the least. That is a way better lesson than whatever he's about to have to go through by claiming it's not what it looks like. For yeah. that matter, what, what bus bench did he get this lawyer off of? I, I, I figure that's probably, that's probably the lawyer's slogan. Like it's not what it looks like. Around, Exactly. You know, <laughs> like, like Slocum, the hammer, all that other stuff. Mm. Here is, you know, do we cheat him and how? <laughs> what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. It's not what it looks like. It's one of those things you say when you, when you, when you get caught, when you get busted by your significant other. The throes of some wild, uh, some wild, passionate lovemaking outside of your relationship. Oh, honey, it's not. Yeah, what it I looks mean, like. what, yeah. What, what? What? What is that? The fucking shaggy defense. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, unfortunately, slick. It's exactly what it looks like. You caught me banging tiny pony. Wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh yeah. shit. Um. All right. So I came up with something. Yeah, just reminded me of something. I don't. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Mister Hands, right? Uh, Mister Hands. Uh huh. Or let me let me find his uh, real name uh, or whatever. Do you, does that so ring a bell just, for any of you guys? I think we just had we just talked about him. Wait, just, no, just wait, 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 no, wait. Actually, no, wait. Did I space out? Wait, wait, no. There's a distinct possibility you may have spaced out. Okay, well, ignore me then. I'm dumb. I mean, that's old okay, news, but I'm dumb. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, uh, moving on. Uh, Nelson, a whole, you... <laughs> whole different way of getting off track than we're used to. Um, <laughs> so, came up with this idea yesterday, and by came up, I mean I turned on my favorite sports talk radio program, The Grant and Danny Show on 106.7 The Fan, and they were doing it. And I thought it might be fun, so we should do it too. Um, for any who might not know, which will probably be all but like two of the three white people who listen to this show, um, <laughs> the NHL expansion draft was last night. The, the Seattle Kraken, or the new 
NHL hockey team and who automatically have the best team name in the history of sports. And by the way, anyone, anyone within the sound of my voice buys and sends me a Kraken jersey will automatically become a friend of the show and will be rewarded by Matt manscaping their initials down there. Oh, oh Jesus. Oh, wow. oh, no. Oh, wow. Oh, man. Here's the thing. He's not saying he won't do it. He just I, said, wow. I absolutely <laughs> would do it, but wow. <laughs> anyway. Ladies so, and gentlemen, Matthew Alfaro <laughs> putting it putting it out there for the CND Express <laughs> podcast. So anyway, the way an expansion draft works is you can protect a certain number of players on your team. You have to expose a certain number of players on your team so that the new team entering the league can have quality players. Um, so my thought was, let's pick a few topics and do an expansion draft. Pick a topic. Within that topic, what are we going to protect? What are we going to expose? So like, for instance... Um, like the, the, the example that I gave you all. So let's say I pick sodas. I am going to protect cherry Coke for obvious reasons. It is the greatest soda ever created. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to expose diet, anything and hope somebody takes it and puts it on their team because it's horrible. And not only should they put it on their team, but they should start it against my team so that I can crush it. <laughs> so, so that's the concept. Uh, huh. I don't think I have the level of intelligence for this. I might have wow. to go by example. Okay. So, so let's go back to one of our earliest episodes. Right. So, First thing I'm going to bring up is Thanksgiving side dishes. Mm. So, I am going to protect nothing. It is, to me, by all accounts, the greatest Thanksgiving side dish ever created. Mm -hmm. If it is at the table, I sit down is in danger of getting consumed completely by me and none being left for anyone else save the most elder person in the room, they better eat some quick. <laughs> right. Hey, I love them, but my love does have bounds. Of course. If you remember the conversation we had way back when, I am going to expose and practically beg someone to take cranberry sauce. Okay, sure. Yes, yes, I do remember the conversation. I do remember the conversation. I mean, if you insist, sure, I'll take it. Please, there you go. You may may have cranberry sauce. I will not shed a tear nor lose a of sleep. I I think I'm the real winner here, as far as I'm concerned. 
You keep thinking that. You keep thinking that. Uh-huh. And you can watch my metaphorical team in the playoffs okay. from your couch. Yeah. Tapping cranberry sauce. Oh, uh, fuck out of here. It's disgusting. <laughs> Cranberry sauce. That's great. All okay. Right. All right. Uh, your topic? My topic is movie sequels. And I am keeping The Godfather the Part 2 because I think that it is one of the greatest sequels ever made. And I am exposing Wonder Woman 1984. Because, <laughs> let's face it, they dropped the ball. Okay, Loved the so first one, was not that jazzed about the second one. I never watched it, so I have no clue. So that's okay, you can have it. <laughs> okay. You can put Wonder Woman 84 on your team with cranberry sauce. Alright, hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm trying to win here. I'm trying to win here, alright? And I don't I don't know about if I haven't seen the movie, I don't think it's uh it's in my best interest, you know, for the sake of the team, uh, to you know, get it on my team. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, have you ever have you ever stood up from the toilet, turned around, looked into the bowl and flushed and watched what happened? Then you've mm-hmm. seen Wonder Woman eighty four. Is it that bad? Holy shit! Oh, oh, oh! It hurt. It was. It was. It was so disappointing to me. It really, really was. And I wanted so much to like it, and I just could not get myself to do it. I couldn't. Actually, now that I think, I don't think I've watched the first one either. I'm really bad at that. First one, you really should. Yeah, the first one is a fantastic movie. Yeah. Oh, is that Hello. Biden calling? Is <laughs> <laughs> he telling you to take the vaccination? <laughs> um, all right, so along your lines, I am, of course, going to protect The Empire Strikes Back. Oh, absolutely. Single greatest sequel in the history of all moviedom. Um... I will expose. I will expose clumps. Clumps. Sequel Nutty to Professor Two. Yeah. It's an Eddie Murphy movie. Oh. Was made. It, it was made to go on a big screen, not on a phone. You don't get it. It's all right. Oh, I will expose. Uh, I see. I see how this is. Okay. Yeah. I will expose the clumps, and I am not even going to wish that on Matthew. Please do not take that movie. It is an embarrassment. It's horrible. Clumps almost sounds like dumps. Hmm. <laughs> Hmm. Well, it should. <laughs> uh, it it wasn't it wasn't nearly as funny as the first one was, and that's. I mean, it was a significant drop off, unfortunately. It wasn't nearly as funny as yard work. <laughs> 
Yeah, it just wasn't very good, and and I and that was another one that I wanted to like, because you knew that he had put some some work into it, um, playing that many roles, doing all that stuff, but it just wasn't very good, and it's unfortunate, but it you know that's just how it was. Matt, do you know movie any movie sequels? I'm trying to think about it. Oh, oh. I I got one. Hey, I got one for you. Hey, so you realize you need two. Yeah, I got two. You want to protect and one you want to get rid of. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, how about, I don't know if you guys have watched this, but uh, the first Matrix and literally any of the sequels. Okay. He didn't hit the bullseye, but he hit the next ring out. Yeah, yeah that that one, that one was that, that one wasn't bad. That one I'll, wasn't... Give, I'll give him extra points because he's right. <laughs> but yeah, but keep in mind we're talking about sequels, not the very first movie. Well, that's the, what he's that's talking about. Matrix Two or Matrix, Matrix Three? Yeah. Well, yeah, talking Matrix about protecting the first one. Oh, I'm protecting the and first one. Jumping yeah. the next two. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but see, we're not talking about we're not talking about the first one. We're talking about sequels. What oh, is a great sequel, and what is a not so great sequel? Oh, oh, I'm at a loss here. That's that's all I had for right there. I'm sorry. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> I, I tried. All right. I, I, I gave you my. Effort. I will... <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, ble- so... bless his heart. He, he tried so hard. So I am sure somewhere in front of you there is a piece of chicken. Go back to that. I'll have one that you can <laughs> contribute to. So the next topic going holidays. All right. I'm keeping Halloween. Did on Thanksgiving. If you have known me for more than five minutes. That should not come as a shock to you. Okay. If it does come as a shock to you, completely reevaluate our friendship. You know nothing. <laughs> nothing. Now, as far as exposing one, it's a little difficult. Because former bouncer in me immediately says, expose St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day is such a write-off for people to get drunk. And, oh, yeah, I'm Irish. Eh? Hey, hey, you oh, know, another pint for me on the table, eh? No. No. Eh? What, are we going back to Canada? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's all the same once you're, you're fucking drunk and, you know, you're angry hey. and you want to brawl. You hey. know, it's all the same. It's one of those days that is complete amateur hour. Like, mm-hmm. everyone has an excuse to get wasted and puke everywhere so that I have to clean it up. And then I have to fight them and all of their pretending to be Irish friends and all that other stuff, right? But I'm I, like the fact, I like the fact that you said, and then I have to fight them. <laughs> I mean, I did. I mean, is that not part of the holiday, huh? Oh, God. <laughs> oh. So, 
<laughs> you know, pin, pinch me for being Irish. No, it's pinch me and then I brawl or something like that, right? That's how it goes. Exactly. Yeah. And then we start throwing hands. Pretty much, yeah. And then, and then a table and a couple of chairs get involved, and that's a whole lot. Right. And they have to be wooden. They have to be wooden. I'm sorry. It's got to be like a tavern style. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm a little older now. Priorities have changed. So well, that don't mean shit. You know damn well that you will knock some, you'll knock some heads the moment you get the opportunity to. True. But instead of exposing St. Patrick's Day, I'm going to expose the 4th of July. Mm. No, you can have that. I don't want it. Take it. Somebody. No, no thanks. Take it. No, no deal. Hot. Crowded. No deal. Makes absolutely... I mean... It, it, it makes a lot of sense. But what do we really do? We scramble down to the mall or somewhere to find one piece of green surrounded by 84,000 other people trying to find the same piece of green. We sit out in the heat. And most people drink beverages that are actually dehydrating them. They're just too stupid to know that. <laughs> right. God damn, man, I'm so fucking thirsty, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a course. Yeah, I got some in right. the pickup. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, I know what will quench my thirst. A white claw. Uh, anyway. Hey, yo, shut <laughs> up, man. <laughs> so, I mentioned it once. Literally once. Once was all we needed. Uh-huh. That's all you had to be judged for. Uh-huh. <laughs> We, we, we sit there and we sweat. We lay in the grass full of bugs. Watch people get drunk, stumble over us for about 28 minutes of fireworks. And those fireworks could go off at 8 o'clock. They could go off at 8.20. They could go off at 9. They could go off they, at 9.17. They, they, they will could go, go off, off when they, they feel like it. Exactly. Yeah, that, that's, the, that's the whole point right there. And God oh, forbid there's a misfire. Where, oh, no, we got to shut it all down. Delayed an hour. Oh, boy. Oh, it's out in the water. Jeez, someone has to go over there and fix it. Now, look up. Oh, there goes the boat. And, uh, mm. okay, we're canceled. Thank you. We're canceled. <laughs> So, hell with the 4th of July. Uh, Nah, I'm good. Okay. I'm good. Uh, I will protect Christmas. Of course you will. I knew it. Yeah, I will protect Christmas. Because, and that's, that's more of a personal thing for me because... You know, that's around the time that I get together with the family and, you know, with my kids, you know, outside of Jasmine all having left the house and, you know, Dom, Dom's here too, but, you know, with the kids having left the house, you know, we get a chance to have the kids around and, you know, we get to spend time together. So that's, that's always been special. And then, you know, I go and, you know, do my rounds and see relatives and things like that. That's, it's always been special. So Christmas for me is one that I will protect. The one that I will enthusiastically get rid of is Columbus Day. I forget oh. half of these actually exist. You can have it. Oh, by the way, 
contrary to pop to anybody's popular belief of what you read in the history books that you know that they put out there for you know their own propaganda. Christopher Columbus didn't discover shit. We are we are giving him praise for things he did not do. And we are not talking about what he did do, which was help in the slaughter of Native Americans. So as far as I am concerned, you can have Columbus Day. Okay, wait. So if, if and, you're giving back okay. Columbus Day, and I am not, I'm, I'm certainly not, not bashing you for it. If you're giving back Columbus Day, you're going to work on Columbus Day. I will gladly go to work on Columbus Day. Thank God. Thank God who was willing to hell, make I that in, stand. Hell, I had a job where we uh where we worked on all the holidays where the where the office never closed. Right. So, you know, working on the holidays was never a big deal. Hell, I opened my I opened my Christmas presents and went straight to the office. Yep. So, you know, that that happened on more than one occasion. So, no, uh, working on the holidays has never been that big of a deal. But as far as Columbus Day goes, fuck him. Agreed. It can happen. All right, Matt, let's see if you can get this one. Okay, so uh, how about um, – it's going to be uh, on the topic of food, right? We're going to go with uh, – I'm going to keep meat, and one of y'all are going to have to grab vegetables. Got it. <laughs> so I will take, take, you a step, huh? take you a step further. Okay, okay. I'm going to go with meat. Mm-hmm. I am going to protect beef. Mm. But there's really nothing greater. Mm. Beef just, is pretty good, but uh, I, I have to say I'm a pork person. It just isn't. And I am going to expose lamb. I right, hold on. You can't do that to lamb like that. Uh. You can't do that to <laughs> lamb. What did lamb do to you? What did lamb do to you? Lamb is overrated. It's not. It there, there's plenty of no. There's gotta be plenty of other like. What what what's a write off meat? Come on, not lamb. Lamb. Lamb is, lamb is good though. <laughs> lamb is good. Lamb. I'm not gonna say it's the best thing, but lamb is good though. Lamb. Oh Sorry. man, this is fun. <laughs> this is great. There is on so many levels. There is no reason to eat lamb. It doesn't taste good. Bruh. It's baby slaughter. <laughs> Plus, it's less sweaters and socks for all the rest of us. Fun. <laughs> Fun. Ah. Uh... Why, why? Why? So, so you want to eat lamb, that means that you are pro 
killing baby sheep. Oh boy, it sounds like a fucking mm -hmm. uh, abortion right thing right now. Yeah, boy. you know what I am. Oh, I am. I am in the business, huh? I am in the business. What a leap! Holy shit! Yeah, what do you think Planned Parenthood does with all the fetuses? They eat them. Oh, yeah. come on! Oh, oh my god! Oh, Jesus Christ! I am I'm impressed that he went that far, frankly. <laughs> I mean, he Ow. jumped right, he jumped right, he jumped right into the devil's lap. <laughs> Record, the views expressed by Matthew Alfaro are not necessarily those of the rest of us on this panel. Holy shit. But I'm wow. impressed that he twisted in that way. That is some twisted shit. <laughs> he, went, he went there. All right, Darren. Oh, so. man. How do I possibly follow that up? <laughs> Okay. Um, as far as far as foods go, I will protect seafood. Love me some scrimps. Love me some crabs. Mm. I will protect seafood. I will expose, and you can have them. Mushrooms. I don't understand them. Uh, they are slimy. There has never been some of them make you any, feel funny. Some much. of them make you wish you weren't alive. <laughs> I mean, there's there's never been a a mushroom that I have eaten, you know. And I tried just to say I did. Made me feel like you know I have to have this. They they just for me they just aren't very. They aren't good at all. Nah. Yeah, I don't know how you guys feel about fungi, but you know, as far as I'm concerned, you can keep it. So I like mushrooms. Keeping, keeping my scrimps. I'm keeping my, uh, keeping my king crab legs. I'm keeping my blue crabs. I can have the mushrooms. I, I can tell you that I am not plucking those up off the waiver wire. Mm. <laughs> they can fall uh -huh. into obscurity and yes. go work at Home Depot. They can they can stock shelves at the Piggly Wiggly. Oh, good. <laughs> Egg, exactly. Jesus Christ. All right, Darren. Got one for you. You ready? Ed. Ready? I'm ready. You, you you're sitting down? This question of the day. Um. <laughs> Keep one, protect one, expose one. It's girlfriends. All right, what? <laughs> you heard me. Repeat that. <laughs> I'm sorry, did I stutter? Oh, you actually did because you had to cut out when you said it. No, oh. I, I, all I heard was girlfriends and I, in my, I my, said my, my ex like, oh, ex-girlfriends. Okay, ex-girlfriends. Ex are you fucking out of 
your mind? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think not, sir. <laughs> okay. No, number oh, one. Good. Number one, my wife listens to this podcast. <laughs> So anybody that I keep, no. <laughs> I am not, shall not, and never will. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. <laughs> you gotta collect them like Pokemon or something. <laughs> you know, it's it was bad. It's bad enough. I uh. uh I recently got together with an old friend um, who's who's in the military. Came home, you know, cool dude. Um, you guys, um, you guys have never met him. He's 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 old old school, and um, he gave me the side eye when I told her I was meeting up with an old friend. And the first thing out of my mouth was, "Don't worry, he's a guy." And both her and my older and uh, Jasmine looked at me and said, "I didn't know you had guy friends." Wow. Yeah. Well, first off, two words for both of them. But second off, are they so suspicious? <laughs> what? Keep in mind, keep in mind, Chip. You don't count. See, you're. They know you're. You're my brother. So okay. you know, there's, right. a, there's a difference. You know. Um. So you 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 don't count on the you don't you don't count on the on the friends list. No, you you are you are family, so there's a difference. So, um, people like yourself and Chris and people like that, you know, that none of those none none of those none of, none of you guys count as friends. But you know, they 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 know that. I'll tell you, know, well, in that case, I see where they're coming from. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, people like yourself and and Chris and and Mike uh, Mike Valencourt, people like that. Mm-hmm. You know. Eh, you know, uh, my brothers, my family. So there's a difference. Um, but yes, they they are aware of the fact that you know Papa was a Rolling Stone back when he was a little bit younger, and you know, has the has the the uh, character the the quality of remaining f- somewhat friends with with people from his pat from uh, female friends from the past. So. You know that that sort of thing came up, comes up frequently whenever I say I'm going to go out with a friend. You know, it's 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 sick. It, it, these women, I swear to God. Anyway, look, 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 no matter what you do, just know that as long as you warn me, you can tell them that that friend is me, and tell me where you're going, and I can have Matt. Photoshop me into a picture there. <laughs> you know what? That, social media, and that'll that'll count. That'll count as proof. Wow! That, had an amazing day hanging out with my buddy Chip today. <laughs> right? right? <laughs> so uh, the the fact that you will the fact that you will stand in and. My alibi 
gives me a great deal of comfort, and I appreciate that. <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever use that as an excuse, but you know, uh, I appreciate I appreciate the sentiment. Always there for me. Always there for me. So <laughs> I'm gonna go with with major sports. I am of course going to protect professional football. Mm-hmm. I'm going to expose soccer. Mm-hmm. Okay. A they keep time wrong. <laughs> Flop. Their penalty indicators can be made by Hallmark, Hoyle. <laughs> Staples. I mean, I mean, professional football had to change their penalty marker after one of them took a dude's eye out. Like, do you realize yeah. the flag in professional football used to be filled with BBs? Yeah, yeah, and I remember. Got hit in the eye with it. Now it's a nice, comfy ball. Yep. Like, you don't need little tiny dude running up and blowing a whistle in my face and shoving a card in my face. That's only going to end up up his ass. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, yes. Soccer with the flopping and the dramatics and the inability to count time properly go okay that's strong that's strong um i will say that the one that i will protect is um which one will i protect you know what i'll protect i will protect the sport of mixed martial arts um okay Besides the fact that I trained in it years and years and years ago, um, I love the sport. I love the training. I love everything about it. Even, no, even I won't say I love the pain, but because that sounds that sounds kind of nuts to some people. But anybody who has trained in mixed martial arts, anybody who has studied mixed martial arts, they all they're into that. (laughs) Thank you, Matt. Um, they un- they they know exactly what I'm talking about. Yep. Um, so I will protect the sport of mixed martial arts, and I will expose the NBA. So proud of you right now. I don't think that I watch much more than maybe a half of any game of the NBA this year, oh. and I I Major have a baseball. Tr- okay, I got you, got you. I have a tremendous amount of respect for the athletics involved, but the sport itself just isn't it isn't what it used to be. I remember the the fundamentals of this of the game aren't there anymore. Um no, there's just there there isn't the there's too much emphasis on individual accomplishment 
not so much on the team at, or not as much on the fundamentals of the game the way they used to be. I actually think that the WNBA um, has a better grasp on that. I think that they do the fundamentals better. Um, just from the aspect of shooting and passing and, you know, just the concept of the game of uh, basketball. So, and I enjoy watching a good WNBA game. Back in the day, my issue with the WNBA was that they didn't, they didn't make enough of their shots. But they played the game in a way that I remember and that I enjoy. Um, with an emphasis on fundamental basketball. And that's something that the NBA, I feel, doesn't have anymore. So, you know, it just isn't the same. It's boring. It's just not It's it's not something that I'm vaguely interested in anymore. Um, it also doesn't help that the Washington Wizards haven't been very good for a while. So, you know, it's hard to watch right now. It is. So. It is. And I think I think the NBA has become – too much about each individual brand. Like, you know, if you notice when in the NBA advertises, advertises games, it's always come see LeBron play the Wizards. Come see Steph Curry play the Wizards. LeBron, Jordan, Curry, whoa! Whoa, you got the new sneakers, bro. Whoa. The sneaker game is strong, though. I'm not going to really even lie about that, though. <laughs> I used to be into sneakers. Now I'm not doing that. <laughs> nowhere. Out of nowhere. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I, I remember the uh, when the grapes came out, or Hornets, or whatever you want to call them. Uh, I was all over those, but... uh. I did not have a job, so I had to save up my allowance to get those sneakers. And I thought those were the flyest shits ever. And then my foot grew and I couldn't wear them anymore. (laughs) 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 So yeah, it kind of started there and it ended there. My dream died right there, yeah. Okay, now that's heartbreaking. Yeah. That's truly heartbreaking. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. So yeah, that that's what I would do. I would ship I would ship the NBA and I would keep MMA. So That's All right. my uh Matt, you you're not as you're not enough of a sports fan to be able to answer that one with any authority, are you? Which one uh, uh you said basketball? Sports, yeah. Uh, well, actually, I was, it's I was super big on basketball like back in the day, but I don't nearly watch sports uh, as much. I, I watched uh, more like UFC fights if, than anything. Uh-huh. Or actually, you know, this this will probably be. Uh, I actually have a, a one I can probably do, I and mean, we we watch them for different reasons. But uh, uh, I will I will. <laughs> this is probably super easy for y'all. Uh, I'll I'll watch. I'll I'll keep UFC, and y'all can have wrestling. Okay. No. Hey. See, I really thought that that Matt was going to say that Matt would say that he would text Twitch. Oh my God! You guys don't know nearly <laughs> enough of that. No. Ah. 
I, I look, I, you know, not, not not a not a not a tremendous fan of Twitch. You know, <laughs> not not my thing. But yeah, you know, I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna clown him. I'm not gonna clown anybody for it. <laughs> but anyway, no. Um, you know, obviously professional wrestling isn't everybody's cup of tea. Mm. Um, and I have to admit that I have a hard time with some aspects of professional wrestling as it is today. Um, and I still have an, an older and more romanticized view of the sport of professional wrestling from when I was a kid coming up. And I think that, um, and I'm not going to speak for Chip, but I know that that's how I feel about it. You know, when I was watching it in the late 70s to early 80s, when these guys were superhuman and larger than life, and the veneer of realism was there before kayfabe as it was became um something that was exposed um there are some aspects of professional wrestling which are um still still around uh but for the for the for the the most part unfortunately what you have now is um it's it's it, there are elements of it that I'm just not very or very fond of. So, um, but that's just me. Um, and, and like I said, I would not dare speak for anybody else. I'm just you know stating it as I see it. But yeah, I still watch professional wrestling. I I enjoy the the athletic the athletic parts of it. Um, and there are some some parts of it that and there are some people whose characters you know still engage me a little bit, but. Um, I don't watch it for the same way. I don't watch it for the same reasons that I used to back in the day. Um, I, I watch it now for their for the athletic endeavors. These guys are still incredible athletes who still do some extraordinary things. So their, some their their workout regimes are brutal. Holy crap! I mean, that, yeah. that just goes with the sport. Like e- even with UFC, they have they do some real ridiculous shit as well. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, you have you know these guys when they when they train to come to get into shape for, um, in for for mixed martial arts, um, yeah, it's tough. It is it is tough. The the emphasis on conditioning and you know conditioning exercises are are you know surreal. Um, and you you're talking about three five minute rounds, but one thing about it is that you know. It, what my instructors used to tell me is that all you really need to succeed is a few moves and a whole lot of cardio. And if you have that, then you, you can succeed because one thing about it, you know, once you get tired, you know, everything goes wrong, but as long as you don't stay, but as long as you, as long as you are conditioned, you got a fighting chance. So it's a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. So, but anyway, uh that's cool. That 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 this was this was a very cool episode. I I appreciate the the uh keep ship exercise we did. That was tight. Thank you. Any any final any final thoughts, Chip, before we get on out of here? <sighs> You know, 
Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, good, good talk, I guess. Yeah. I want to. I want to. thank you for those deep thoughts, there, Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> he thought long oh, and hard man. about that one, man. I've been no, he must. Long. I've been thinking too long. Um. No, but really, one thing I don't think I have said, um, in a while is thank you to the people who have continued to listen to us, and thank you to the people who still share the links and try to grow us and enjoy what we do. So thank you to all like six of you. <laughs> we, we, we have more than six. I, no. I, 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 I think, but, uh, yes, yes, absolutely. I agree. Um, thank you to the people who, who, uh, support us and, you know, give us, give us their feedback and, you know, help us to continue to do what we do. Um, man, we need some sponsorship. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, like you said, uh, really appreciate everybody who uh, gives us gives us their, uh, chooses to give us their attention and, and, you know, all that good stuff, and we appreciate it. And we hope that we are able to give you the opportunity to laugh and think and, you know, generally have a good time because that's what we're here to do. After you got that closing out song, I sent you the text. Yeah, I got it. All right. On behalf of uh, Chip and the super producer, Matthew Alfaro, this is Uncle D saying, God bless you all. Get vaccinated, and we will see you next time. Have you ever met a girl that you tried to date? But a year to make love, she wanted you to wait. Let me tell you a story in my situation. The way that I met her was on tour at a concert. She had long hair and a short mini skirt. I just got on stage dripping pouring with sweat. I was walking through the crowd, and guess who I met? I whispered in her ear, come to the picture booth so I can ask you some questions to see if you're 100 proof. I asked her her name, she said blah, blah, blah. She had nine, ten pants and a very big bra. I took a couple of flicks and she was enthused. I said, how do you like the show? She said I was very amused. I started throwing bass, she started throwing back mid-range. But when I sprung the question, she acted kind of strange. Then when I asked, do you have a man? She tried to pretend. She said, no, I don't. I only have a friend.
everything was cool. The tour was over.